Sniffing your beard? I am sniffing my beard. I think it's my fingers and not the beard, though. All right. It's cool. clean. It's a clean beard, so it shouldn't be smelly. But I did eat steak tips. Ah, I, I want to savor that flavor, too. Yeah, so maybe I'm just um, trying to lick my beard. Speaking of eating, though, uh, I, I this week I've been do, going over some, uh, some problem solving, just answering some questions. Uh, what do you prefer? Two thin patty burgers or one thick burger? That depends on what day it is. Same width, like same length across and everything. Just height. Is too thin or one thick? I like a one bigger patty. Why? Um, Because if if you're eating it and you're... Like, if you cook it, like, medium rare or rare, the inside's better. Like, you can... So you like, cre- yeah, you can you cook like it like pink. it's a... You can cook it like it's a piece of meat. So, I've been I've been going over this for the past couple weeks. I got a burger from the Nines, like, a week ago. It was a thick burger. Delicious. Loved it. Um, and then, the other day, I, I decided, you know what? I'm going to answer this once and for all. So, I took three pieces of meat basically one thick burger i made and then two thinner burgers i made all the same width and everything cooked them up together and doing the same skillet and everything the two burgers won i i believe you and i i could be swayed during a a field test as well here here is why they won okay uh i put the same seasoning salt pepper on both cooked them for the same amount of time um, the bur- the two burgers cooked much faster because they weren't as thick, and the cheese on them much better. Fair. Whereas on the big burger, just one slice of cheese, two slices of cheese was much better than the one. I mean, could you just add two slices of cheese to the thick one? I could do that. I could do that, but it wasn't the deciding factor. Really, what the deciding factor for me was was the rate of speed that you could cook two thinner patties at. Uh, much faster than the thick patty, and um, it just tasted much better that way. It tastes it tasted like a diner burger. I was very impressed with how good it came out with the two thin patties. I mean, that's the way they do it at Five Guys too. They know what they're doing. Yeah. So I feel like I'm a thin patty burger man. Thin patty burger man. I will eat a thick patty burger, no problem. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. This isn't like <clears throat> ride or die. Right. This is like, I'm, but I think from now on, when I make burgers, I'm just gonna bake two enormous thin burgers. <laughs> so now, what about double thick patty or single mondo? So you're talking about if I if I double it, basically? So, yeah, so you can, instead of having a full pound burger patty, you have two half pounds. I, I didn't use that much. I, the thick burger was maybe a third of a pound. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What happened? I, I, didn't, I lost you for a second. Oh, no, I didn't lose you at all. All right, cool. 
Even better. <laughs> this is all staying in. I'm not editing this. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't expect you to. Um, but yeah, I, I I think it was probably like a third of a pound was the thick burger. A little more than a quarter pounder. Yeah, that's a anything bigger than a half pound for a burger is it's, very, it's enormous. Very yeah. excessive. Yeah, and I, and I didn't need that much. You know, I was I was testing them both. So that was no, a at that point meal. you should be eating a steak. Uh, the burger is much less expensive. Plus, there was no steak cuts I wanted that were available at the time. No, that's not, I'm not even saying you, <laughs> particularly at that point. But if you're eating a cheeseburger bigger than a half pound, do you you, you just you want a piece of meat? You could probably get a steak for a close to an equal amount of money that you'd be spending. Oh yeah. Um, I just I don't know if I'm going to drink the other three. Well, you weren't there for that. Never mind. Pep's Blue Ribbon Coffee. Yeah. That Corey drank. One of. They're very low percentage in alcohol. And um, he just wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> well, uh, you can drink as many as you want. I don't care. I'm drinking these uh, aspartame delights from the old market basket. Ooh, you know I love an aspartame. <laughs> uh so, uh, Corey and I, speaking of Corey, we, we did a rumble the other night. We just, him and I just got on a, uh, Google Hangouts call and did a rumble drinking game. I, I stuck to my Andy's mints and, uh, got pretty drunk. Watched the O2 <laughs> you rumble. You played a rumble drinking game with chocolate milk and. Oh, yeah. Mint? I, I drank three of them. <laughs> oh, God. Well, well, it's, it's, there's ice in there, but it's Kahlua. Uh, a hefty amount of clue I used this this time, and a fair to decent amount of schnapps, and then milk. So it's basically like 50% alcohol, 50% milk. Mm. Too much it's milk. Not, it's not nearly as bad as you think it is. No, it just, it but, feels bad. But, like... but, but it did mean I didn't eat dinner that night, and that was nice. I don't need that much cream in my drinking beverage. My drinking game, drinking beverage. Like, don't get me wrong. I, well, fuck with a mudslide. But it's ice cream weather. Yeah, uh, ice cream. <laughs> so instead of getting ice cream, I just made milk drinks. And then I played a drinking game <laughs> with them. The drinking went down smooth. The drinking game is the part I have a problem with with this. Well, I didn't have a problem with it. No, it was good. You did it. I didn't. <laughs> but uh, we, we also watched uh, Sting Hogan, Starcade '97. That was that was the first one, right? That was when, when Sting wasn't tan enough. That's, that was when Sting was not tan enough. So exactly okay. what I was about to say. <laughs> uh, Sting wasn't tan enough, so there was a screwy finish. Uh, but it doesn't surprise me because it's WCW, and that's all they ever did was the dusty finish. It was the same exact thing when Dusty beat Flair. Dusty won the belt, but then a few days later, they stripped him of it. They said, oh, geez, because of this, that, and the other thing, you're no longer champ. Dusty dustied himself? <coughs> and then he dustied Sting. <laughs> but he wasn't even the booker. It was like Bischoff and Hogan dustied him. And it was like a, there was like a false finish that was poorly either... It wasn't a real false finish. Yeah, Nick Patrick was supposed to count a fast count, and he didn't. Hogan got in his ear. 
said, brother, you ain't tan enough. You ain't tan <laughs> enough. Make sure that three is nice and slow. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be Imagine t- if it was a slow count, like one, two. <laughs> and Sting's just too stupid to kick out. <laughs> that would, you know, he didn't kick out of the normal count, so. But uh, yeah, that was... Uh, then, then we capped the night off. We we went. We did the gambit. We watched a WWF, uh, WCW, and an ECW thing. I'll give you three guesses to guess the, the one of the competitor. Uh, two no, the two both competitors we watched in the match. ECW. You don't have to guess. Yeah, you don't have to guess the 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 pay per view or anything like that. But so guess who we watched wrestle? A singles match. Yes. Heads or tails. What? Heads or tails? Tails never fails. Uh, Mike Austin, Masato Tanaka. You are halfway there. <laughs> That's I, I. I thought you were gonna get it. But halfway there. Yeah. You got Mike Awesome. Mike Awesome had matches in ECW that wasn't against Masato Tanaka. <laughs> yeah, he had a few, several. Taz, he had a few matches with Taz, but that just eliminates the Taz matches too. Well, I mean, the Taz match—the only, the only singles match he had with Taz was when he lost the title to him. Mm-hmm. No, they wrestled another time, didn't they? No, the first time they, they- faced each other was in that three-way with him and Masato Tanaka. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, he didn't beat Taz for the title. He did. It was a three-way dance. And versus him and Tanaka, and, and him and Tanaka eliminated Taz first. So then, uh, yeah, so they had two matches. I, I'll count that as a match. No, because that had three competitors in it. <laughs> You're the overly semantic wrestling fan, and I am the, yeah, whatever, that counts. Well, I clarified just because I'm, if I'm expected to guess here, I have to pick, it's got to be a classic matchup. So, is it Mike uh, Awesome and J.T. Smith? No, no. I can't remember if it was J.T. Smith or Snow. He, I'll, I'll say this: he went on to bigger and better things. At, right after this, Rob Van Dam. No. You get one more guess. Bigger and better things from ECW against a Mike Awesome. So that had to be ninety-nine. Yeah. Oh, no, it was early. It was two thousand. First pay per view of of two thousand. Guilty as charged. Two thousand. I don't know. It was a sp- it was it was a spot fest. Uh, it, it opened up with the other guy setting up four tables on each side of the ring, and then getting thrown through them all, and sometimes just thrown to the concrete floor alone. It was Spike Dudley. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering what to watch and I, t- I took a look at that and I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. <laughs> you forget it happens and then you watch it again. You're like, oh yeah, Mike Awesome threw around Spike Dudley for 10 minutes and they called it a match. Mike Awesome Mike Awesome was good because he would if Spike Dudley could lift him, he would have gotten thrown around from him too. Oh yeah, sure. Mike Awesome was no not afraid of selling. That was the best part of those second and third Tanaka matches of those 
fucking hideous power bombs that Tanaka gave him on the outside. He took it in the first match too. Did it? Did they both do it in the first match? Yeah, I thought that was. The, I thought that was the finish for the first match for some reason. No, uh, the finish for the first match was just a splash off the top rope. Oh. <laughs> Either way, fucking awesome matches. Some of my favorite ECW matches were Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka. Even when they did their reunion, uh, it, it wasn't old for me. It was still the greatest thing. No, those never got old. They were also good. I'm surprised WWE didn't say, hey, let's take a look at Mike Awesome again with, after that. I think they brought him in, didn't they? They brought him in after the invasion and did nothing with him and yeah. kind of just released him right after that and then brought him back for that one match and that, then nothing happened after that. And then him and Canyon met together and booked their finish. Wow. Grim. You know, it's, it's probably, it a, bad, probably of... a bad week to be making that joke right now. Oh, yeah. So... So last week, Shad Gaspard was pulled under a riptide. Yeah, what a rough, rough week for wrestling. Um, that actually happened to me one time when I was a kid. I was swimming in the Atlantic Ocean, and uh, I got caught in like an undertow riptide type of thing, and people had to like swim out and get me because I was just getting yanked into the ocean, basically. Well, you so. you survived. Why couldn't he? <laughs> well. People have to get me. So I guess he said, don't worry about me, get my get, son. Get his kid, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. no. He keeps, sounds like he was a pretty good dude. Yeah, uh, nobody had anything bad to say about him, and many people donated large sums of money to his go, his family's GoFundMe. Yeah. But a uh, little known fact about him, he was the body for uh, the most recent God of War. Like, they scanned his body and made him the protagonist to that game. Did you say body? <laughs> he, he, so he won the the Jesse the Body 2018 contest. Um, what do you know about the other one? So Chikini explained this one to me. Oh my, I almost yanked my phone away. Um, Chikini explained this one to me um, last night because originally I thought she committed suicide from bullying from wrestling fans, and uh, her name I... was Hanakamura. Hana so that's initially what I thought. And I was like, oh, Tom Segura was right. Wrestling fans are the fucking worst. But, <coughs> excuse me, what uh, he said was she was on this, like, reality TV show and this, like, douchebag comedian who is basically the puck of that show, if you ever watch The Real World. Puck was I, the douchebag. I, I, know who, I know of Puck. Puck was a douchebag who made the dying, the ailing, dying AIDS guy very unhappy <laughs> for six months. Uh, so basically that happened to her like she had like this new ring gear that cost her like a thousand dollars for Wrestle Kingdom and then like this comedian guy just like ruined it in the wash so she can like never wear it again and uh, like she called him up for it she was like oh you're you just coast through life you don't try to do anything like you like for you life's a joke and blah 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 and then like all his fans just like bullied her and like made her feel like shitty about it, like, constantly, and then she took her life. Oh, boy. Yeah. And since uh, Japan is 13 hours ahead, uh, that all happened in, like, the middle of the night for them, so Kyrie Sane was, like, it's the middle of the day for her, so she sees everything, so she's, like, calling everyone in Japan to 
send them over to to check on her basically and basically they just got there too late even though she saw the tweets like and sent people immediately oh that sucks too yeah i mean all of it sucks but so uh last night on the oh not last night but two nights ago on double or nothing i don't know if you watched that oh i did but uh, Excalibur before the women's title match was like, you know, social media is supposed to bring us together. Just stop being dicks on there, you know. And I was like sitting there, it's like, wow, Excalibur just like laying it on, just like telling it like it is. I like that guy. Excal- <laughs> oh, do you want to get right? I wish I could. I plan on writing stuff down uh, when I was watching that because I was having a lot of poignant thoughts. But um, the same reason I was having those thoughts is the same reason I'm not going to remember any of them. Uh, well, I understand. I used, I used to I remember that thinking stuff. that. I remember thinking that Excalibur was kind of being a blowhard, honestly. Not during that part. I thought during that part. I thought he... I, it just seemed like they came off needy. No, I think he was just saying, like, you know, someone took their life and it was because of online bullying, so don't be a dick to people online. Or maybe it was that they kept bringing it up during the uh, Sheeta match. Yeah, they they brought it up a, a little bit. Yeah, that's what was um, bothering me, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, it didn't bother me, but they did bring it. I wa- I rewatched that match because I thought it was really good. Um, what was I going to say about that? Yeah, they brought it up. I think it was to try to build drama for their match because they basically the match had no heat. It was just a very long number. The one match had no heat, week. and they needed to get the title off of Nyla Rose because yeah, sure, her matches have been bad. Um. Her non-title matches against Japanese women have been meh. Even yeah, even her last match against Statlander wasn't good, but this match, on the other hand, was very good. This was I don't the, know. this was the best of all the non-Riho matches. Yes, the Joshi uh, wrestlers are definitely getting the most out of Nyla Rose, for sure. Uh, also. Uh, uh, Hikaru, Hikaru Shida is awesome. She, her ring attire was based on a character from Final Fantasy VII, Tifa. <laughs> Which I would probably know <laughs> if I didn't change all their names like an asshole at the beginning. <laughs> well, Seven was for PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. Never mind. And it made I, me want to play that game again now. <laughs> I, have, I have it. I haven't played it yet, though. Yeah. It's a great game. Uh, the last time, what happened to me was I had to reflash the image on my Raspberry Pi because I took it to the cabin. And that also took, reminds me of something. Of, well, I'll ask you after. But I took the, the SD card out, and then I put it back in. But when I put it back in, I slipped it under the slot instead of in the slot. So I ruined the SD card, basically. So oh. I had to basically reflash an image on, on a new SD card to get it back. So I lost my, my save file, basically, which was at the end of disc one. Oh, no, I got, the, I got the actual... the physical PS1 game. Oh, sure, you know. Um, obtainable. It's not, like, no, super, no, no. super expensive. It is, you know, probably, like, 50, 60 bucks, though, I want to say, at this point. I've got mine for 12. That's a good a, deal. At a pawn shop. It was a good deal, yeah. Yeah. Same place you got your NWA belt? Yep. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna give me the lowdown in that place. I gotta make a trip one day. Um, so it's it's called Trey. You have to do the show. It's called <laughs> Trayland in Nashua. It's across the street from the Pheasant Lane Mall. Do you remember where the um where Newberg Comics used to be? Yes, it's there. All right, cool. Like with Newberry and Daddy's. Yep, I remember those places. Yep. Tweeter. 
<laughs> still the orange siding. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the building that uh, used to be the tweeter in Burlington still has the orange siding. Or not orange, but green siding. There's the green siding red logo. Where is it in Burlington? I guess I never went to that mall. <clears throat> it's it's near the mall. It's not. It's on the same road as it. It's just. I've been drive. I've been working there the last, well, last week. I think it's a golf store now. Oh yeah, that's where the Newberry Comics used to be there too, but they ended up in the mall. No, 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 no. Uh, you not talking comics, about you not talking about Golf was, Galaxy? No, the Newberry Comics was on the other side of the mall. Yeah, where the Wendy's, the where the Wendy's is. Yeah. And the Duluth. It's it, it it's on it's on the road, not that road, but like if you go down to that road to the road the mall is on, you take a left, it's like a mile down the road. Is Golf Galaxy in a different section, or is that I don't, I don't who fucking cares? This is dumb. <laughs> this is very dumb. This is not need so, to be talked. Let's. I'll change the subject now. So uh, you watched uh, Double or Nothing. What did yeah. you think? Um, I had trouble getting a stream. I didn't watch all of the first match. The first um, match was the ladder match. Correct. Um, I didn't get almost any of the uh, buy-in. Um, that was just best friends no, and best private friend party. private party. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. Um, the ladder well, match was okay. It seemed like it was money in the bank, but not as good. Um, it was definitely yeah. It was, that's ex- that's the best way to call it. Is just like overbooked. It was almost overbooked with the entrances, and and the run-ins and everything. Yeah, overbooked, and I didn't feel the need to watch it again. I saw, I heard, no. I heard Joey Janela swear. That was pretty fun. Sure, but yeah, um, Brian Cage won. He's he debuted, you know. I saw him lose to a, a doughy guy at CZW a few years ago. So I've always liked Brian Caves. He 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 put he put me over. Basically, is how I like to, to think of it. So CZW I'll, did some dumb shit this week too. I didn't see. Uh, so I guess the a company that they sold the rights to their pay per views to was selling it as softcore pornography. So all the the women wrestlers were very upset. And CZW is pretty much like, not my problem. <laughs> they said a wrestling show is softcore pornography. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man! Like so, like I remember seeing a DVD of CZW stuff, and like Ember Moon was on the cover of it. So they're gonna start saying like girls like Ember Moon did softcore porn. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much why they're getting upset. I think they're gonna take legal action, but as they should. Yeah, but it seems like not... CZW was being pretty dumb about it. Oh, they don't strike me as the smartest of people. No, they're dummies. Yeah. They're dummies and they're probably scumbags, too. Um, yeah, you know, anything for a couple bucks. I do love bucks. Speaking of bucks, let's go back to the pay-per-view. Waka, 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 waka. Okay. Um, Get what do you think of... Bucks? Well, I was gonna go through the the rest of the card. What do you think of the uh, the TNT title? I thought that match was good. I knew who was gonna win the whole time. Cody loves Cody. Cody loves Cody. <laughs> that would be the name of the episode. <laughs> but um, I, I do so like I was 
fucking high as shit watching this entire pay-per-view, so. I'm trying to remember, like, specific details to that match, which I can't really... Okay. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Jake, Jake Robertson, Arn Anderson. Okay, it's coming back to me. I was so, wondering the who match was gonna... starts off with Mike Tyson coming out with the belt. Oh, yeah. Mike Tyson and... was yawning. Yeah. Um, uh, Lance Archer came out for his entrance, and his entrance, instead of spitting water in the crowd, is now taking some random guy and beating him up on the way to the ring. <laughs> and I was like, this would be the best entrance in a video game to have, where you just, like, have some, like... NPC that you just throw it around, you throw him into the ring, you choke slam him, and that's your entrance. I was like, oh, that is fantastic. That they're they're kind of changing up his New Japan shtick, but they're still making it, they're keeping it awesome. Um, I remember a lot of jaw jacking with Tyson and and uh Jake Roberts. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure neither one could understand what the other one was saying. <laughs> yeah, Jake Roberts sounds rough. Yeah, he's he's like he sounded rough for a, a while now. Yeah, I know, but you got that HP voice. You gotta forget. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he forgot how to talk, and then he had to relearn how to talk. <laughs> and then Tyson just he just can't talk. Yeah, can't. Tyson's also like I think on the verge of going nutty <clears throat> again. So it was weird. Yeah. Well, he tried to come back to. Well, he's, I think he's boxing Evander Holyfield. I think he is coming back to box. And there's videos of it, and he looks like he's going to fucking kill somebody. Yes, his boxing training video looked awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, it, brought st- me back, it brought me back to the 90s where he said he was going to eat his opponent's children. Praise be to Allah. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic the stuff. The opponent that I believe he's facing, he said all that shit. He said all that shit during the uh, second Holyfield fight, right? I'm pretty sure. Sh- uh, it was either that or the cootie beat for the belt. Not Peter McNeely. No, not even close. That was just a welcome back, kid. Hit <laughs> this J-Broad real quick. It's called, punch, squa- punch, it's called Squash punch Match. This, punch this guy once and should remind everybody who you are. <laughs> um, definitely a squash match. What did you think of the actual TNT championship? <laughs> It looks unfinished. It is unfinished. It looks like the uh, 24-7 title, but it says TNT in the middle. Ex- ex- that was exactly our initial thoughts, too. Um, so there's a fun story to this that makes me like this title a lot now. Um, where do you get the Natterdays? <laughs> What's that? Where do you get the Natterdays? Cappies. Uh, I'd have to make an adventure then. Anyway, I think they're easy uh, to find now. Okay, I might just try. I think I think they're just then. resurfacing. Um. Oh no, ships! I got them by your house. The place near Red the Robin. Da- the place near Red Robin. Okay. Yeah, the fancy gotcha. place. Yeah, that's where I got them. I, I know. I know what you're talking about. All right, cool. Thirty rack, eighteen, twelve. But I didn't. That's all, all right. I wanted. So. <laughs> I always get the 18s because I always get more than I want. So because I'll want them again in a couple days. But anyways, Anywho, back to the belt. Back to <laughs> um, so here's the lore of the belt. They announced the championship before they even had the belt, and they chopped around. They're like, "Who can make us a belt in this amount of time?" And this guy said he could do it. And then the pandemic happened, and that threw everything off. 
So basically, he his idea was he took the design of the Vader WCW belts, basically, and okay. that's the shape of that's the shape of the main plate. It's a little bit wider. That makes sense. Same idea. And then Cody said, uh, "Put some uh, some uh, the thing that the the Wing Eagle belt has." Yeah, the bars. Put some bars on the side. And that made it look a little different. And um, so after that, they were like, well, I use this plating company. The baker was like, I use this plating company, but they can only work on respirators right now. So he couldn't finish the belt. So the belt is unplated. It's just like the... I don't know what metal he used for it. It's either uh, zinc or... Uh, something else, but it's an unfinished belt, basically, and it's supposed to have gold plating and nickel plating, and like supposedly like gemstones and more details and a new TNT uh, logo on top of it, and not just so it's fucking to look... three three letters for your mailbox that they stuck on. Yeah, so it's it's not supposed to look like that. It's supposed to look much different once it's able to be properly plated basically it's like a half finished belt that's kind of awesome though so i i love it for that because it makes the belt like have like a a history to it now instead of just appearing out of nowhere it's like oh this like the struggle to get to even have this belt made is is it's got personality right off the bat and uh the guy who made it his it's uh red leathers red leathers or red leather um and the guy like came out and just started talking about it like after it like debuted. He was like, he's like, don't judge me for this. It's unfinished. And I was like, I can't imagine how many people are like I hate this fucking belt right now. And this poor guy's just like, but it's not what I had in mind. Honestly, I didn't even think about it until Excalibur said something during the uh, during the broadcast. Like, and that's also not the finished belt. And he said exactly what you just told me. Like, you know what? That belt does look really shitty. See, when I first saw I just it, thought I it looked like, like it, lo- it looks like a, a B belt for an indie fed. And um, I forget that they are not one of those sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes they don't remind you of that. Um, but when I first saw it, I didn't know anything about like how it was unfinished. I just saw it and I was just like. You know, it looks really plain and lame and kind of like the 24-7 belt. And I don't know, it does nothing for me. And I was just like, ah, I could leave it. I still like the, the world and tag belts. They still look cool, but this one just didn't do it for me. And then I heard that story and I'm like, oh, I love it now. It makes it so much better. <laughs> I want the I want the unfinished one now. <laughs> someone, someone mocked up, uh, do you know, uh, it's the company that makes all those super cheap... Uh, uh, fantasy football belts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Someone took one of their templates and made like a very shitty knockoff version of it, and they're like, "Oh, we're we're making replicas of it now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. I, I, like, I get an ad for them on my Instagram every day. I I always see their shit, and I'm just like, I, I you're the worst of all the belt makers. <laughs> yeah, but I also want one for fantasy football. Uh, I feel like you could get one made in Pakistan for like 50 bucks more and it'd be like in a real belt. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the, that is the history so far as we know it of the TNT title. Uh, it was an unfinished belt that was 
the, the belt maker had no say in how it was how we could get it done. And then Cody loves Cody, so he gave it to himself. Yeah, he has. To. That's a nice compromise because they seem to, like take it very seriously when they say something's gonna happen, and at least like like if this was WWE, Cody would have already won the world title somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Like the only reason they would have said that would be to get him to to immediately spit in your face with what they just said and give him the title somehow. Yeah. Uh, WWE sucks sticks. Yeah. <laughs> sure does. Vince fears Tony. Um, I'm only going to sp- I'm only going to speak in 90s wrestling signs. During this broadcast, Jim Ross said Tony's a little fired up tonight, and I gotta tell ya, Jim Ross was right. Tony Schiavone was fucking all up in arms about everything all night. That's <laughs> co- co- cocaine Tony. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the stuff he was saying. Uh, he oh said yeah, so- he said he called a spot and said, "What a bump!" I remember that <laughs> <laughs> when Hangman rode the uh, the line marker or the. Uh, the the chalk line thing over Jericho. He's like, ah, ha, 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 you gotta love it. Right in the crotch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll say it again. In 1998, I thought Tony Schiavone was the biggest dweeb on the planet. Yeah. In 2020, I think he's the coolest dude ever. (laughs) If you you had told me, we probably say it every week, if you had told me that I was gonna love Tony Schiavone so much, and Eric Bischoff for that matter. Eh, Bischoff is... Yeah. Yeah. I could take or leave Bischoff. Yeah, but I don't get too much Bischoff in my life, so the fact that he loves himself some Eric Bischoff <laughs> doesn't bother me. I, I get zero Bischoff in my life. Alright. What do you think... What's that? Of the, I was going to say, what do you think of the MJF Jungle Boy match? It was the best match of the night. Okay. I yeah, kind of that, agree with you. That match is awesome. <laughs> I think the best match of the night I'll, we'll talk about later, but <laughs> the best the best Ingrain match was yeah, just that on. one. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> we, we're gonna disagree on that. Yeah, that was it was. I, it I was think, awesome. I think it'll be closer than you think it will be. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really like I didn't MJF. dislike any matches on Saturday. I didn't care for the Statlander. Uh, Peter Lope Ford match. Um, I probably didn't even count that one. I give that one a pass. Okay, that's you're allowed to. You get one pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's like last minute. It was a last minute match. It just it did nothing for me. Uh, you know, Trumpy Ford's not like I don't like her matches. I like her as like the sidekick. My she, she's my a, eyes. She's a good leader. <laughs> she's, she's a she's good like, S.A. Rios leader I was gonna say she's more like a uh... oh yeah she is like she does like the flips I was gonna say she's more like a Trish Stratus that she's sexy like Trish was you know overtly voluptuous yeah <laughs> her 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 shtick is being the hottest girl there yeah <laughs> and giving but, her uh, karanas to dudes yes but you know, she's good at it, so why not? Yeah. 
She made but, she really made Hangman Page pay. What did you think of uh Moxley and uh Brody Lee? It was fine. I rewatched that match because I I just full disclosure, me, Chikini, and Dan watched it at Chikini's fire pit and we social distanced and watched it outside on a TV. And it was pretty awesome. <laughs> so we're kind of chatting about figures and stuff during this match. But uh Taking that I sweet, sweet human contact. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh I I thought this match was pretty entertaining, to be honest with you. Is it better um, than I remember it being? I, I remember, remember disliking sort of a, it. I remember not disliking it, but just sort of being like, ah, who cares? We knew we knew who it was the finisher was gonna be anyway, so it didn't really there was a lot of stake and no sizzle, basically. Um, what about the what about the the Taz Bigelow spot? Which one was that? Remind me. That was this match, right? When they went through the oh, entrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Taz. I thought you were talking about Taz bringing out Brian Cage. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like... I forgot. I forgot about that part too. <laughs> I thought you were referencing that. No, no, no. The the rev spot when that happened, Chikini was like disgusted with it. He was like, "Ah, oh, well, this became too hokey for me." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, I understand, but I like it." I was. So yes, it's it's probably too hokey, but I'm okay with that. Honestly, it was, this is, I like it because it was the last match of the night in that arena, so like you could do that. You know, you didn't need the rap for anything, so you could do that. So it makes sense that they did it, and I didn't get annoyed with the fact that Brody Lee took it, then took another one, and then kicked out at one. That made him look good. Yeah, I had no problem with the way it made anyone look. Um, I like that... They're just doing John Moxley isn't like anything different. It's just exactly how it should have gone the first time when he won the world title in WWE. It should be exactly this. It's he's having a I think he's having a good run with it. Like his matches are fun. Yeah. He had a good match with Swagger, he had a good match with Brody Lee. He's not trying to be anything that he's not. No. He's like he's like silly Steve Austin. He yeah. Yeah, he's like a if, he's PG Steve Austin. If he'll Steve Austin were a babyface, then <laughs> that's what he would be. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sip a beer for the working man. Uh, but yeah, that brings us to the Stadium Stampede match. Now I watched this there, and then I rewatched it, and I see a lot of people being like, "Oh, five stars, six stars." Four stars from me. It was good. It wasn't the greatest thing I've ever seen, but it was fun the whole way through. Way, 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 way overproduced, way overbooked, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but also, it, it, it's it got kind of got off the rails for a little bit, and then when it came back was in the bar fight. That's where it, it kind of lured me back in. I really enjoyed the bar fight scene. Um, if it was any other time in the world, but now that match is unacceptable on a pay per view. Yeah, I feel like there'd be like there'd be no way they'd do it because they'd actually be able to have fans there, you know. Well, they couldn't do it with the, the I don't know seven of the top fucking eight draws in the company can't be in that match in any other situation but this one. Well, they they were gonna do blood and guts with all those guys in there. Different, v- 
very different. They're still going to do blood and guts with all those guys, I hope. Well, they sure are. Once everything comes back to the way it is, they have to do that match. But that's different. That's a that's awesome. That is that's a glorified backyard wrestling match. Sh- oh yeah, yeah. Which again um, is its charm, but it's not. Like, I can't give it a like. You can't. You say rank it one to five. I'm just saying no. <laughs> like I was just I was talking about in terms of what I've heard people talk. How people have talked about that match. Uh, to me, it wasn't that great. It was okay. No, so I'll, Long- I have no need. I'll, I'll remember it like in two years. Like I'm gonna watch that again, and it's gonna be really stupid. I'll, I'll tell you where it ranks in the pantheon of weird movie wrestling matches. Is it's better than all the WWE stuff they did up until WrestleMania, and it's better than the Money in the Bank this year, but it's not as good as say the Undertaker AJ Styles match or um, any of the House Hardy stuff that they did it with TNA. Oh no! Um, but it, it 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 is fun. It's. I would say it's it's on par with what the Bucks did in their match at, for BTE 200. Yeah, I wouldn't even say it was too much of one of those cinematic matches. Honestly, it looked like a wrestling match. It was shot like a wrestling match for them, except for the bar fight. That's where that's where I kind of and, and the the uh, the lake of reincarnation in the pool in the stadium. <laughs> yeah, but even that that was like very haphazard. Yeah, um, if that if that had any sort of production, that might have been. I don't know. It was dumb, I thought. Uh, bordering there, yeah. Bordering it was, it, dumb. It was dumb. But I, I I like dumb, stupid wrestling stuff sometimes, though, too. I so. did, no, it was... um, I, I didn't... I, I, I had it worded perfectly. I had a description for that match I was going to send you on Saturday. Like, I'm going to say I'm going to say it to his face. And uh, fuck me, I can't remember because I'm not fucked up. <laughs> I think it was like... That match right there is best case scenario what would have happened in WCW 2000. Oh my god, if they did that in WCW 2000, their their entire fortunes would have turned around. Like, that's the best case. It's stupid. It's dumb. But, like, everyone's having fun. No one feels it's, insulted. It's a million times. Like, I don't know if you remember what they the shit they did in 2000, but it was just abysmal. The Viagra on a pole match, Judy Bagwell on a forklift. Uh, that was, oh god, the the San Francisco 49ers match where Booker T takes a box out and inside is a picture of Scott Hall. It's supposed to be weapons, but it's just a picture of Scott Hall, so he just sits there and looks at it and is like What am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, there's a he's making that face. I've seen that picture. Yeah. <laughs> Probably seen that I match. Watch, I watched that match live. <sighs> yeah. I might have too. I mean I was watching wrestling then. I I was like I Shit on like I didn't watch Nitro then. I was watching I, Nitro. I watch Nitro every week. Uh, that happened. I watched uh, Thunder I think, most weeks too. I think that happened during the summer, so I was still able, like, I was able to stay up late and watch both the same night. So during the summer, I definitely remember watching Raw live. I'd watch the first hour of Nitro, watch Raw live, and then watch the replay of Nitro. I just remember watching Old Thunder, and there was a lot of Rick Steiner on there. Welcome to the Dog Pound. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
He had the Welcome to the Jungle one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah, he was basically the the Thunder wrestler. Thunder, it was the, the house Dan that Rick Marley. Steiner built. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think overall, if you could give a letter grade to Double or Nothing 2? So do, do I add the circumstances in there, or do I... Sure. Factor everything. Okay, as far as just a regular pay-per-view is concerned, it gets like the... It gets a very C. Okay. But considering like what we're working with here, I'm giving it a B plus. My ranking was also a B plus. Uh, regardless of the conditions, I was thoroughly entertained by it. Uh, the card sheet is awesome. Uh, the Moxley Brody Lee match was better than I remembered it being. The MJF Jungle Boy match was awesome. The latter match was what it was, and the main event was fun. And so. it, it, AEW does a good job of like not making me. Th- like letting me forget that something's wrong. <laughs> like I still feel like I'm watching a wrestling show. Like shit's happening. Like, it's not like, like just like it's not making me just like bask in this dead air in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched wrestling or WWE uh, in a while. So not since yeah, I, I watched Money in Bank and WrestleMania. And That's pretty much all I've watched, yeah. I've been watching, watching wrestling like, this makes me feel weird. It does, yeah. Um, but uh, shifting gears now, I got my wish. Since leaving the Patriots, Tom Brady is 0-1. Oh, did he lose? <laughs> did he lose? I didn't, wasn't paying attention to that shit. Peyton and Tiger won. Um, I, wa- I didn't watch it. I watched the highlights. And I guess Tom Brady sank... Uh, birdie or the eagle from far off like it was just nailed it from the the fairway hit it onto the green went right into the hole fuck him fuck tom brady fuck the tom brady fuck the tom brady retire so i can like you again god damn it bro that's not happening <laughs> i've gone too far but he, to me he's already he's since he quit the patriots and went four and four, and then lost their one and done playoff showing. Uh, Tom Brady has done nothing but lose. Can you imagine if and that they makes go me happy? Fifteen and one. Fuck! Not in that division. They're not. Who the the Buccaneers? Yeah, they got to play the Saints twice. I meant to say one and fifteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what is it? Do you think that division's bad? Like, like the sa- with the Saints good. being there, um, the best they could do hope for, I think, is a split with them because the Saints are a well-oiled machine who seemingly get robbed every year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and their fans, their fans suck, but I like their football team. And now I'm rooting for them, and I'm also rooting for the uh, Falcons as and, well. And you know what's going to happen if Drew Brees gets hurt? And they face the Buccaneers. It's a goddamn Jameis Winston revenge game. Oh God! That's he's gonna right. he's gonna take his LASIK eyes and he's gonna throw all over the place. Oh, that'd be fantastic! Did Michael Thomas do something stupid this week? I have no idea. I didn't hear anything. I, I didn't hear anything either. But 
for some reason, like a bunch of Michael Thomas <laughs> memes came up on my Instagram for some reason, and I don't know why, and I didn't look into it. Yeah, I didn't hear anything. Maybe it's a different Michael Thomas. Well, I think it was that Michael Thomas. <laughs> um, well, do you watch um, Dark Side of the Ring? Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. So, uh, yeah, WWE sued Martha over the venue of her lawsuit. Yeah. That was the that was the breach of contract suing that WWE. So imagine you hired a shitty rigging company that killed this woman's husband, and then you sue her for breach of Owen's contract. <laughs> yeah, I like WWE so much less after this fucking pandemic. Did you hear what Jerry McDevitt came out and said about that? No. You're going to like him a lot less. Uh, he said probably the slimiest thing anyone from WWE has ever said. He said, um, WWE is a great company and Martha Hart was suing us. Uh, she, she had no interest in getting to the bottom of what had happened to her husband. She only cared about put, getting money from a multi-million dollar organization. And, uh... Yeah, she she like she never cared about the actual facts and finding out the truth of the lawsuit. It was just it was just all about money for her, and she didn't care. I was just like, wow, wow. Also, like, good. She can do both. Uh, but on the dark side of the ring, like she she talked about how she was like super involved in it, and she went there and investigated. You see pictures of her at the catwalk. She took the actual clip that. They, yeah. they used and she like took it apart with her fingers and stuff and I was just like she knows everything there is to know about this shit and they're, they're, the, the slime balls try to say that oh no 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 she didn't care she was all about money for her ugh what a slime ball does this make Bret Hart suck too uh Bret Hart talks about it in his book I remember he mentioned that um from the outside looking in, it looked like it was all about like the money, and it was all about um, basically just making wrestling look bad. And with the Hearts, they uh, they wanted like Brady even talked about how like certain members of the Hart family like did not like that they were suing WWE because they wanted to work there again one day. Yeah, and and so uh, he he was pretty open about it. But I think where they sort of split ways was that Brett just didn't support the lawsuit anymore. Like, he was sort of, like, he supported her, like, getting through it and everything, but then, like, once she started suing, he was just, like, uh... I think he said he had, like, a dream about, like, Owen, like, yelling at him about it. Yeah. He said he had a dream one night, and he, he uh, Owen was yelling at him in his dream about the, the money amount. He was like, that's all I am to you? It's just a dollar amount? And, like, he, he came to find out that it was, like, pretty close to what the actual money amount that she was suing was for. I, if I ever get famous and I die and listener wants to sue for as much money as possible in any capacity, I am very okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course. I will, I will not... I want to be on the record that I do not think that that is a misuse of my death. If I'm dead and anyone can make a and anyone cool can make a large buck off it, let's do it. Let's go. 
We all have no morals. If everyone can stop going to work, start taking vacations, and all I gotta do is die. I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it for them. Not now. Yeah. Of course you, not. You had your chance ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, like the whole dark side of the ring was more about like, you know. What Martha? Because I'd never heard her side of the story. She never like really spoke about it. So it was interesting to hear Martha sort of talk about it from in her own words, and like her story and WWE's story. Like I listened to them both, and I'm like, Martha's seems the more believable. It seems the more uh, like in tune with what I imagined had happened in those days. Whereas WWE was like, yeah, Owen was fine with it. He would have wanted the show to go on. And Martha's like, no, it was a crime scene. Like, you should have stopped the show. And the police should have stopped the show. And So, yeah, the police should have stopped. It shouldn't have been in anyone else's hands. On the other hand, I mean, there would have been a riot if they stopped the show, probably. Nah, I don't think so. In fucking Missouri, I- all those fucking inbreds at a wrestling show? You're making a lot of sense. It wasn't Kansas City, Missouri. It's not even Missouri, but like, it's just that many wrestling fans. They stopped the show, and I'm sure that they spent fucking what are they coal miners there, whatever fucking dumb job. Oh no, they? that's Tucky. Yeah, no, that's that's Tucky and Virginia. I'm trying to demean the the good people of Missouri. <laughs> Those people are. Uh... The good, getting Kansas City's in Kansas, right? <laughs> it is most certainly not. Oh, there is a Kansas City, Kansas, but the the big Kansas City is in Missouri. I know, I know. That's why. I, that's why I can never be president. <laughs> Actually, I have some news for you about that. <laughs> Turns out, you if you want to be president, you don't have to know that. You don't really? have to know. You pretty much don't have to know anything about anything. You could get away with just being like, "Yeah, I, you know, I took this prescription from a doctor I've never met because he sent me a letter." You can say that out loud in front of news people and still be president, and like forty percent of the country will be like, "Yeah, he's right. I do that all the time." You sound like Jesse. <laughs> Jesse Ventura, not the Green Party candidate this year. Aww. Sorry, Jesse. I guess I'll just have to reach you. Maybe, maybe next year. <laughs> All right, the Green Party, we're not running for president in 2020, but we are running for president in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I just start being like, this ain't going so well? Vote for us. Like, we're ready. <laughs> That's something the Green Party or the Libertarians would do. Just like, oh, well, we'll run for election next year where there's no election. All right, let's start wrapping this up because I gotta piss. Well, anything we're missing? I, uh, you got your crush. Oh yeah, I, I got uh, my first green card, Hasbro. Got crush. I uh, I got another fig on its way. Oh, I got a fun story about this fig. So I was tr- I was wa- monitoring the tracking, and it went from Montreal to New Wait. York. Guess where it is now? All right, so it went from Dino Bravo. To Vince McMahon. Now it's in Georgia. It's in Tony Khan. Oh, damn it. It's, it's in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> like, why did you ship? Like, 
I get that the post office is like way overworked right now and they're doing the best they can. But why in God's name would you ship something from Montreal to New York to Florida when it's going to Massachusetts? Oh no, something just went wrong. Something went terribly wrong. Uh, but yeah, I, I did. Uh, I got an offer I couldn't refuse on a red shirt LJN Hogan. So, uh, got that one coming my way. It's a good one. You're gonna get the rest of them. Ugh, I, I, I didn't even want that. Was the figure I was looking at getting? To be honest with you, since I am, I am debt free on my credit card. I'm just like, let's get some debt. <laughs> I'm like, I could afford one, and uh, so I, I just bought this one outright. Though I didn't use my credit. Which one card. were you looking for? Yeah, I was looking for a warrior. Oh, pussy. But, you know, there's always next week. I I was thinking about, like, not putting the Ultimate Warrior in any of my collections of things. Like, just having it, but not presenting it. Like, I almost have all the Honeycomb posters, (laughs) but I don't have the Warrior one. Like, am I really going to get this? You you see you've seen the honeycomb posters, right? Uh, I don't think so. Hold on. Like you know what you know what they are? Yes. Okay. I don't need to show them to you know what they are. <laughs> but I have I've not seen yours. No, I have uh Hogan Andre, Savage, Bushwhackers and Rockers. Right. So I just need beefcake and demolition. And Warrior. No, I don't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Warrior's a douchebag. I hate the Ultimate Warrior. I legitimately hate the Ultimate Warrior. I like how his wife is trying to be like, he changed before his death, he wasn't like that anymore. Weird. And I'm just like... That's not why the world killed him. (laughs) Like, he didn't say that he changed. I didn't hear any apology. It would be weak of a man like him to apologize. I don't see him doing that. What's he gonna do? Admit he was wrong? He, like, he admitted which, he'd been queering around this entire time. <laughs> well, not only that, but he went on C, like C-SPAN and talked about how like Republicans are at war with liberals. Like he's like, this is a real war. It's us versus them, and they and them lives in this country. What do you think of that? Like he, he went full off, like divide, like no, trying like, to divide the country. Huge piece of trash. Yeah. A bad wrestler so, too. Like, I've, there's nothing like positive for me to remember. <laughs> bad wrestler. Uh, he did give us that. Uh, no, he didn't give us anything. Savage gave us one thing, and Hogan gave us the other. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, and Rick Rude gave us something too. But I think Heenan had more to do with that. Why can't I think of the guy from Genesis's name? Phil Collins. Yeah, he gave us that Phil Collins video. Yeah, I'm. I'm I like vinyl. <laughs> I need to hear Me those too. classic Phil Collins drum fills. It's a, it's a good one. A lot of reverb. So yeah, we're at uh, we're about at the end of this one, episode sixty-five. What a journey it's been. Oh, uh, so uh, is this the part of the episode where we name it? I was I was gonna say I feel like we we gotta call it Cody loves Cody. Um. Cody is Cody's favorite wrestler. Mm. Unless you can think of something better. 
Mm, I can't. Yeah, we'll just go with that one this week. You know, it's not it's not great, but it's the one we got. So, just Battle- like the Patriots and Jared Stidham. Oh. <laughs> what, what about Battle Code sixty five? Battle Code sixty five. It's like Battle Toads sixty four, but it's Battle Codes sixty five. <laughs> codes roads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. It does nothing for me. Yeah, none of this does anything for me. Who the fuck knows what the episode is? You'll know what it is before we have before Casaris is decided because I'm tapping out on having any input on this. It's Cody loves Cody. Unless, you know. We'll give it another thirty seconds. So I'm at forty seven right now. So when it's seventeen. Well, I'm at forty seven too. We're at the same time. Um Oh yeah, it's the terrible neck tattoo championship. That's why <laughs> Cody won. It's TNT, terrible neck tattoo. <laughs> terrible neck tattoo champion. Yeah. <laughs> Who came up with that? Uh it was on a Mimi. Oh, Mimi? A Mimi yeah. Bobek? Uh, someone should make it into a GIF. I, actually, if I were an indie wrestler, that's what I would be. My name would just be GIF. And when I turned heel, I would be GIF, but still spelled the same. <laughs> God. That would work. <laughs> that, I really, that a while ago and never got to say it. That's the, that's the heel way to say GIF. It's <laughs> the heel way to say it. It's true, but I feel like that'd be a a good ending gimmick. Just like building up support, like Jeff, 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 and then all of a sudden, like you turn heel, like it's or or Gif, 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 and then you turn heel, like no, it's Jeff. My name is Jeff. You've been saying it wrong this whole time. I hate you, fans. You're a bunch of idiots. You say my name wrong. You're you say my name wrong, and I love Tom Segura. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Tom Segura cut a promo. Oh yeah, wife, I saw that. With it, his wife and, dressed up as Miss Elizabeth, and people like f- freaked out on him, being like, "You're not a," and I was just like, "Dude, shut yeah, the fuck up." Wrestling fans are not coming off great on this one. I'm like, "Shut the fuck up." He's a fucking comedian. You sound like goddamn nerds. You you sound like fucking Republican dorks that I see on the on Facebook. Like, like, I, shut the fuck up. I follow this guy. Like I, I like. Yeah, I think he's funny. Me too. Yeah, he's he never going to stop doing this if they don't <laughs> stop sh- fucking crying. Good. He's it's gonna go on. He's he already has a shtick. His new shtick will be he's the guy who hates wrestling, but probably likes wrestling. No, he came out and said he likes wrestling. He's like, I'm all I'm doing is just like having fun and saying dumb stuff. And I was like, Yeah, I don't like you using the R word, but I do like pretty much your entire message in there. Yeah. He'll say so anyway. that. He'll say that. So terrible neck tattoo? Terrible neck tattoo. All right. Championship. What, so- what song are we uh, are we leaving them with, Hawk? Part of me wants to say... I kind of just want to do Brutus again. This is Brutus again? Yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got it. I'd be strong, I'd be strong, I'd be strong, yeah. We'll be right back. 